It is once again time to stop with your dissenting and discriminating and begin dining and discussing. It is the Evening Tickler with Stephen Julian and the ever effervescent. He always says effervescent. Carol. He says that every week. Well, because You've we, got to find and, another adjective. Uh, all right. I'll, I'll work on that. But, <laughs> you know, we e, have, e. We have Carol like Spinelli. Carol Spinelli is with us, and she, <sighs> we don't know whether she is the B or the V in Bovina, but she takes on a very important role in our small community. And she's with us tonight to discuss the mysteries, explore everything irrational and rational, and uh, have some fun at dinner. The table is set. As you can see, the glasses are polished and the WIOX wait staff is standing by to take care of our every whim. So we, we are free right now to do nothing but sit back with you and um, eat the good food and talk the good talk. It's been, a, it's been an interesting week in Bovina. I killed two pigs. I killed two pigs this week. And um and they and they went to people that I I know and love and and that's all part of the process. It's not anonymous. Killing should never be anonymous. If if you're going to kill something, particularly something with red blood in it, it should be done with love, um and it should come and go into love. Wait, I just just got back. Has she said a word yet? No, um, I figured that might be the case. It's, it's all about me. It's totally all about. Okay, me right you got to get really close to that thing. Okay. Yeah. And right. so, uh, how how was your week, Carol? Oh, how was my week? But my week is always crazy. It's always busy. I'm always working. I'm always emailing. I'm always texting, and I'm trying to sell properties all over Delaware County. Busy. Yeah. Busy, busy. Now I can relax with you guys. You've, yeah, you've yeah, just yeah. Heard, you've heard the voice of a very successful human being. Everybody should practice what you just said. What you just said. Actually, Julian? a voice. You know what? You. I didn't expect you. Oh, my, I'm a bit loud. Can you do me down a little? I'm like bouncing in my ears. Yeah. <laughs> do me down a little. Um, the, uh, Is that better? Uh, yeah, I think so. Your, your voice actually sounds kind of good. It looks kind of good. On, I mean, I, I shouldn't be surprised. Just saying. It sounds uh, good in my ears. For it those, sounds good to you in your ears, For those of you Steve? who are listening, I'm getting a high mark on my voice. Yeah, 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 yeah. You started <laughs> at a 10. It's downhill from here. Okay, okay. Okay, so how was your week? My week was great. Very busy. Uh, now we have a little bit of rain today, which isn't great. <laughs> that was a the, test. I asked you that before. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or it could well, just you said be, nobody could hear me. Was, was I was too far forget. away. Yeah, it could just be the result of your stroke that you had in the middle of the week, Steve. So yeah. now are you going to tell me about the pigs again? It was you that's <laughs> Yeah, right. This is what happens. Um, Julian. Yeah. You are the person at table tonight that yeah. likely <clears throat> has some real news to share with us. No, 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 no. I, I'm not going to do that because Carol's here. I don't want to share oh, my no, news. No, 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 no. Let's hear the good news. I don't really. <laughs> have, uh, no, I don't really have any news. You know what? The trouble with my news, you know, which is actually often the case with the trouble with Delaware County news, is by the time you've uttered it and it's gone out <clears throat> into the stratosphere, you have to eat it back again because it's changed. 
You know what I mean? Well, it, it every time I've uttered something them. about the new project that I'm working on, I then oh feel my gosh, like what's the new project? Well, exactly. You but, see, he, now you, he opened that right, mouth of his, right? Right, right, yeah. right, right. I open the door only to Inquiring immediately slam minds. it again. Because Inquiring I, minds want to know what, what's the project? No, tell I, the world. No, because I don't. Because I can't. Because every time I do it, it goes. You through better a, not be putting a wedding venue next to my property because I'll kill you right now. No more. Wedding oh, okay, venues. so. All right, so I guess I guess there's no problem. I guess there is no idea then. I get well. There goes that one. No, who wants? Who wants? I, I, who needs another wedding venue? Well, it's not. Let's go back to who needs a to point. get married, Julian. Um, Carol, have you noticed that yes. in our small community, that um, facts get out there and come back as judgments and then end up as emotions? That things just kind of go through this meat grinder, where you can say something and it comes back to you and you say what? I mean, it's got a little bit Isn't of the Isn't that a game we played when we with children? You telephone. Know, we, telephone, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. It, and it would never come out the same when it finally got shocking. to the end. I mean, I, I, oh, Chinese whispers. Is that what Where, you're yeah, that might be the that might be the non PC version. But, I don't but think to say do all of your the, the people who listen to your broadcast do they understand? We only have seven hundred people who. You mean both live of in Bovina? Both, both, both the people who listen both understand it. <laughs> My wife listens all of the time. She doesn't understand. Yeah, there, no. I think there's six, but she judges it. There's six hundred and let's say thirty five tax paying citizens, and then when the census comes in, we're you and your wife get counted for two. Yeah. There's only like 750. On what, the what, what was that last bit? When you get counted for two? Well, the census, if you're there full time, will mm-hmm. count him as two and me yeah. as two full time. Uh, and resident. me as? I don't know what you are today. What yeah, are you today? Several. One, two, three. <laughs> oh, no. You have to ask somebody else. <laughs> so so backing into the numbers, we're 700 and small change census, and we're like 650 uh, tax paying individuals. I oh, I get it. Because I if see. you're two people in a house, you're not each taxpaying individuals. Right. Right. Yeah. Quick yeah, study. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm smart. I went to. I went to. Uh, you went to public school. school. <laughs> yeah. So yes, we come from a very, very small community. So it would be very easy to whisper something in somebody's ear and have it come out totally different quickly. Yeah. What? Someplace else. <laughs> but now we have these restaurants for that we can go to. Yeah, and we have Russell's General that's Store what, where we can really. That's what we need to talk about. Carol, Carol. <clears throat> that's OK. We've hit on the we've hit on the core thing of why you're here, even though we didn't know before we brought you in, which is that obviously you've seen a major transformation over the years. But you have. Uh, and we've talked about that and with a few people. Yeah, we've uh, we talked about that with a few people of them being like, yeah, it used to be this and it used to be this. But actually, you're a little bit different because you didn't just see it. You you lived it. You, you lived, lived it. You, you, you kind of sold it. You kind of were at the crux of that. You it? are the bee in bovina. You are the pioneer with the arrows in her back. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you are that. You are, are bleeding for what we right. are today. How does it feel? So you precipitated this by selling the concept of bovina to a whole bunch of people, and you managed to. You kind of managed to pull it off. Well, I think but what now, happened... But now what we got? Well, what happened is when David and I decided to buy the building and we paid... Which? That's Main Street. Main Street, Bovine. Oh. Right? The, yeah. Where Carol Rushland David is had the now. original yeah. restaurant on. Um, Main Street. When we decided to buy it... it was, Why did you do that? Why did you decide to buy it? Well, what state was it in, first of all, when well, you... Well, we bought it for $35,000. So it was a dump. So it, it was in... Dire need. When? Yeah, it, was what like, it was like the Hilson store before the Finns. Yeah, was it as bad it, as that? I think uh, it was 1994 when we bought it, and um, we completely redid it. Oh, that's it. not that long ago. 
Yeah, ni- well, it's long yeah. out. And you bought that from the Robsons. We bought it from the Robsons. Yeah. It was a general store which was on a small sliver of land because back then general stores didn't have a lot of land. Wait, what was it was a general store. So there, it was it was it sold the same kind of things previously that Russell's did. There were two general stores in the village. Uh well, yes. I mean, Hilson's sold grain too, yeah, I no. think. Yeah, Hilson's yeah. well, was, was a feed store and whatever. People. But the, here's no, the here's the many. interesting story. So when we bought the the building, it didn't have any land. But we needed a septic. There was no town sewer. So the only way we were able to move forward on the project was that Mr. Hilson actually sold us like a, almost an acre of land behind it so that Jonathan Lefevre could put in oh, two-tier like, septic Oh, like system. the dad Hilson. Yeah. Like John's yes. dad. Yeah. John's. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right, right. And if his dad hadn't supported our our dream, yeah. uh, it could have never happened with well, a septic. About- but isn't there something where every house is like allowed to have a, uh, have a We didn't have any land. They had to purchase it. We had to purchase it. the so, land so, behind so us. So what would have happened? You would have sat in it and been like, we couldn't do anything, and then it would have just fallen well, over. They wouldn't have bought it. We wouldn't so have bought it. you got it, but did you have the vision right then to produce that beautiful store that you then So the vision was, for us, the business model that was. Also, it was called Main Street Bovina. It was named for a franchise. What? Mm-hmm. What franchise? Main Street. Where did you grow up? Well, uh, you don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Main Street Flashman's. Main Street Market. You were going to start franchising things all over the place? Uh, of course. You were going to do that or <laughs> someone else had that idea. I would have convinced somebody to do it. But you didn't do it. No. But so Carol, so Carol was the precursor to the Anne North concept. So it's like a... the North concept. Oh, I see. <laughs> That's the That's idea. That's a compliment. Yeah, no. Um, you set so many things off. Well, so what happened is our business model was to have like a Dean and DeLuca kind of general store, hence the shelves. And that was before you could buy tomato paste in a tube in the local supermarket. There was no price chopper. There was nothing. There was a Grand Union and a Great American. It it was – you couldn't buy tomato paste in a tube. I mean, it was really grim for us. So the business model was to do that, and then we were going to do breakfast and lunch, which we did. And the opening day, you were there, yes. and I never forget it. It was wonderful. <laughs> and it was packed. It and was dazzling. It was, everybody was like, you got, and of course, it, it was beyond build it and they will come. I think the tagline was, you've got to go see it, they're crazy. Well, right? That's... That you got to go see it and you're crazy. And um, so right now, we're, for us, we're so blessed because it has been handed on to various different people. There was... Um, a uh, husband and wife uh, after us, and they Who? brought in that chef. Uh, Who was that? Who was after you? Uh, you Dubby. You can't remember. You know, I can't yeah. remember. Dubby. Yes, Dub, Dub and uh, Jane. Oh my yeah, bought it. They lived upstairs. Wow. So then they had a chef. Are you that making they that name in. up, Dubby? No, that's his name, Dubby. Dubby. He's yeah. gone now, yeah? Well, there's no more Dubby. Rogers. I totally Dubby. missed that. Dubby case. Rogers. How yeah. long did that last for? No, he had to be there at least for about a year and a year and change. And, and so after that was the... Taylor. Taylor right. who's bought our, it from who, Dubby. Who's our hero? Who's uh, my hero. Right. All of our heroes. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. all of our heroes. And then Taylor rented hero. out to the two old tarts. Mm-hmm. And then so Hale and Sarah came in and literally bought the building from uh, Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. yeah. 
And now, and now it's the legendary, the newly legendary uh, Brushland. Oh my gosh, it's amazing! And on the back of that, and the and table on ten, and all those other things happening, now we're in this kind of bizarre renaissance that we're embracing. Of course, you're embracing because you've always had a. There's always been a dualism for you, I presume, because on the one hand, the gentrification of Bavina is tricky because we want it to be gentrified in. In the right way, yeah. We all want it to be gentrified yeah, in the right no, way. But, but on yeah. the other hand, you, of course, have a vested interest in um, in property moving because you're in real estate. Oh, yeah, but let's put that to the side. I've lived here longer than you and you. Oh, and it that would be does you and me. Take, Are you pulling yeah, rank? Are you pulling it rank does take a She's village, and, and there are many things that are, are great right now where we're having people who can be here more than just weekends, can make some kind of community commitment in some form or another. And Are there uh, any alarms going off in your end? Airbnb. Why? It's... It's going to make it a little bit more transient, if, if you understand that. We're going to have total strangers coming in for a weekend or three days, and of course they're smitten. Let, let me, they're smitten. They think we have the best lives in, imaginable, and we do. Maniacs. But they're coming in three days a week or you know, two weekends, and, and, and there's a lot of new faces. And as a community, we're not used to a lot of new faces. We find it exciting, right? But it's kind of... Kind of, is that the and it's on speed dial right now. Airbnb is on speed dial, and there's some communities, like Roxbury Run, where they now have rental rules and regulations. You can only rent for two weeks. Well, that's not a problem. One two, you know, the, one rental has to be two weeks. Yeah, but that's not a problem for somewhere like Roxbury Run because who, which Airbnb are in their right mind will be staying at Roxbury Run. If we made that bet, you would offer me, have to owe me a tremendous amount of money. Really? Yes. What's the matter with those people? Really? Uh, something like that? No. Because this it's is. It's close to skiing. It's got a beautiful swimming pool. Okay. It's, got, it's like a mini resort and no. Okay, but coming across from like, <clears throat> from the, uh, from the experience at Table and Ten or whatever, what I find interesting about the whole Airbnb thing, <clears throat> because I think Airbnb, I think that model has in fact been key to part of this process of this kind of Catskills Renaissance that's going on. Oh, my God, yes. Yes, no question. But not just because of, primarily because it offered a model of staying. You know, because one of the things about Bovina or the Catskills in general that is appealing to people who are coming up from the sea that's different from staying at the Roxbury or staying at a hotel is the difference between... um, a perceived immersion experience yes. and observing. So what they do, because when I'm down the sea or when I'm away, I rent mine out on Airbnb and I leave it absolutely intact with the cat, the food, the whatever, because what, they, because what people want to do is they want to come in and they fa- want to fantasize themselves into living here. They don't want to stay in a... No, no, you're totally a, right. You're totally right. So that, I think, has been a big... But on the one hand, I recognize, like, well, now if... <clears throat> like a, like a table on ten. If you want to get a full time worker, nobody can rent up here because every house is grandfathered out to people in the city. Saying like, "Well, I'm going to get make more in two weekends from from people well, in the city." Well, it, it's definitely incremental income, right? To for, to, to do Airbnb, right? But if pays your taxes. But if you're say. looking for a long term rental up here, you can't it's get ha- one. It's very hard, right? But it, it, two years ago, three years ago, you get whatever. Name your price. Yeah. So everything now is basically mothballed for the city people to come up for on the weekend, which is a problem. 
because that's basically every like a silent community just waiting for the city people to turn up. On the other hand, if we're going to celebrate the fact that the restaurants are full and all this other stuff, so Airbnb was a big part of that. You know, so Hale, it's like you got to make reservations now for Thursday, you know, maybe not Wednesday, but Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Sure. When we had our place, we really only had Saturday night. We tried Friday night, but in back then... Even Taylor, same thing. Back then, they, they couldn't they couldn't possibly get up early enough and get to Bovina to have dinner on Friday. Well, night. where were they going to stay? That, it was not that long ago. Um, what I'm curious about, Carol, and that we have you, and, <laughs> and you might know more about and, and feel in your DNA the evolution of, of Bovina than, than anybody at table right now. What, if you were to paint a picture for us five years from now, and I'm going to throw out oh, a yeah, future yeah, word, yeah, yeah. 2022. Yeah, what's God, it going to look like? What's it going to look like? Yeah. yeah. What's it going to look like? I think the Hamlet will look basically the same, mm-hmm. except we're going to have another restaurant, right, and Hilson's. Well, we we're know that. We're going to have more, yeah. I- more commercial properties. No, you have to be yeah. more clairvoyant because you already know I, that I that's want, coming. Yeah. We're, talking, you, we're talking about paint for us what, what's going to be walking up and down the streets at what hours? Yeah. And what events are going to people, be happening around? What, what will what the era be filled with? I mean, are, will there are we going to be Woodstock? Are we going to be like some Vermont? So what I hope for, of one of the things I hope for, which I'm desk. starting to see now, is more children in the playground. Sweet. Uh, you're yeah. just doing like some PR thing. No, no. no. Because every time I drive by and I start. It's PR, but it's nice. No, every time I drive and I see. Because I've been here so long. <laughs> <laughs> that the playground was beautifully put together by a lot of the women in, in, I I like in the, the old, Hamlet. You remember the old playground? I remember it was, it was an it accident was waiting cool, to happen. Oh, it was the coolest playground. <laughs> yeah, but it, it could decapitate somebody. No. <laughs> but that, so, so I would, every time I drive through the town, even though maybe perhaps it's on a weekend, and we see all these young children playing in the playground and, and socializing. Like you and I used to socialize. We used to socialize in yeah, the playground. Oh, yeah. Carol. You're just it, doing I, your shtick. You're just doing your shtick about little kids in the village. No, I like that. This is not a Norman So Rockwell, that's what I hope but, to see. Uh, you know, the city <laughs> has bought all of our land, so I'm not quite sure how many more houses we can possibly have. Yeah, how does that work? The, you know, it's being taken away. Every year the city buys up every bit of well, available they're, land they're, at market they, price. They are in a moratorium in Bovina. Did you know that? I didn't. I didn't. Yes. Oh, they're not allowed why, to do any more? Because I think in the original agreement, the FAT agreement, there was a, some type of restriction on how many acres they could buy any community. A huh. percentage of community. Well, because we have a lot. We have 45 miles of roads. Yeah. And No taxpayers. And if we don't up our no, tax numbers, yeah. then each of us are going to have to continue to pay higher and higher taxes yeah. to maintain, to simply maintain the roads. Yeah, how are we going to do that? We pay high taxes. We, do we? No, we we're not that pretty, high. It, it, no, we, we pay do. high taxes. I mean, yeah. I mean, compared it's not Westchester taxes. You mean just taxes, being compared to other people? Yeah. That's why we have a transfer. So I, I can't say to you. Because we pay the high taxes. Yeah, I can't say to you that the profile of housing is going to change dramatically when you're thinking about the city purchasing land at a rapid pace, right? And so. Yeah, but you know, one of the things that always happens again, because you wear two hats here on uh, as real estate person, and and this is a little bit of your matriarch. Stick. Well, no, no, use that word and you die. No, but think about it. <laughs> you are try, you are trying to flog 
buildings and land or whatever. So another thing that you do in the middle of that thing of saying, uh, which we all do, I think, is when we have a friend who comes up who's looking at a piece of land or looking at a house, one of the first things we say to them is like, oh, you know what's great? You're also surrounded by city land, so nobody's going to be able to build on it. Or whatever. So on the one hand, we use it as an asset. When well, we're when you to get our say that, when you say to your friend, it's so great because you're going to be living next to the, maybe to the city and nobody will build there, in the second sentence, it's saying, by the way, your taxes are going to continue to go up higher and higher. I know, <laughs> but when you're flogging property, you don't do that second. The corollary of that conversation, I you don't talk do. About, no, no, I talk about uh, the taxes. that b- Because most people coming from the city like your door number one the best. Who? What? Most people who are coming up to buy land here, like your door, you'll be surrounded by city land and you'll have privacy. That's what they're coming up for. Sure. Yes. So you flog flog them there. So, no, I openly discuss one of the problems with the city buying so much land is that it's not contributing as much. I have to pay more attention when you're sitting doing your sales thing in Russell's. Yeah, you really do. I feel like the second half of that maybe doesn't happen. No, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) You want it not to happen. (laughs) No, no. Yeah, no, no. But it is because that is a huge selling point and that we don't understand that fully. No, we, we, but I do discuss it because I, may, I want people to understand that we pay for this bliss. And we're paying – part of it is that the city has bought up a lot of land and we're not seeing condominium projects and we're not seeing big divisions, you know, subdivisions. And we cherish that, but there's a price to pay. Yeah, there is, and there always will be. Um, Real estate's probably the only asset in America, and it's unique to America, where people actually barter, and they, they negotiate, and they say, I'll give you this, and then there's something that comes back. I'll I guess that's back. true, yeah. There's uh, cars sometimes, yeah, yeah, but generally really. it's just real estate. Yeah. But in Bovina, because people come up here and they're smitten, and there is more and more money coming up here. Are you up using here. my words? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just stole it. There's more and more money coming up that is not correlated to um, the values that you would be looking for. What does that mean? Just a, a normal home buyer is going to pay market price and comparables on a quarter-million-dollar house. But somebody comes up from the city, and they see something that in the city would cost millions or isn't they're prepared even available. To, so they're prepared to overpay. They're, I believe that we're going to see a lot of people that are prepared to get it by any means possible because what they see of value here is something that but that is c- not available. That can- Doesn't that happen in anything? I mean, women go into a shoe store and they'll pay whatever they want for it that pair of shoes. I wouldn't be quite dead with those shoes. Only. So, because they have to have them, oh, right? Yeah, but, 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 no, yes, but there's another yeah. factor in play there, which is that they have to be perceived as being in short supply. It's not just that they have to have them. The rarity of the real estate here uh, attracts it, but, a certain But there's plenty of, of real estate available. no. Oh, really? It's it's low inventory now? Well, yeah. And let's go back to 60, 650 tax-paying people who own parcels of land. What do you think the turn rate is on that? It's not that big. It's uh, really not. You know, when you, you, when, you, when you talk about turning your stock, you know, like if you have a store and you turn your stock, if you're lucky, six times a year. Or five, no, but yeah. there have been points. It doesn't turn that There have been points over the last, uh, you know, maybe it's not right now, but certainly points over the last two or three years where I felt like driving up the country roads, uh, up and down the country roads up here, everything's for sale. Everything has a sign. No, outside. I think that's your impression. Uh, but, but part of it is that there is a cycle. I'll tell you what the cycle is. What that, is it now? Is it? No, the cycle is there is a cycle. They buy a house, they have young children, um, they enjoy the house, and 
five, six, seven years, the kids don't want to come up anymore. Is that what happens? Because they have their own social life. Did it happen to you? I hear that all the time. Yeah, yeah. I think, isn't there another cycle, which is just a purely financial cycle, which is they buy this because they have spare money and it appears cheap to them. Uh, And then... And then stock markets go wrong and other things. And then like, okay, what's the first thing that we have to relinquish? That thing that's stuck no. up there. No, that's not something. No. No. No, because I was selling real estate during the stock market, having a hard time. I mean, they, they, if they were unloading, they were unloading. But didn't all our prices go down there? We were all told when, uh, when our, Brad Pitt was going to live here, it was all yeah. way up. Our prices, um, they don't, they're not jumping up. Okay, no. I think we're in a phase right now where we are a little bit short on good inventory. We have to say good inventory. What's good? What's what makes something good? The the the, the three most important things for a buyer is privacy, <laughs> privacy number one, mountain views number two. Ugh, boring. And a pond like your pond. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> boring, boring, and boring. So there's not, you know, when you whittle that down to the the 650 people who own land. Oh, you've got all of those. In spades. <laughs> we have 14 palms. You have spades, too. Uh, hundreds of views. And, <laughs> and loads of spades. <laughs> privacy. And privacy. Um, that's, the, that's that's what everybody wants. But uh, it's typical. That's what you had yeah. before so, you pulled yes, out and went down you know, to me. Man, I stopped wanting that so bad. Yeah. I should be the person going out there giving the PR for like why you Oh, God, why I never sell turn. a thing. No, Don't yeah, do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it's all good. It's all good. And um, it's all good. And, of course, it would be good to have more children in our schools. Oh, she's we doing have, that again. Yeah, she's doing that stuff again. Didn't they go to Delhi? No, they go to Andy's. Oh, Andy's. So Andy's and Delhi are great schools. Yeah, but I don't see myself. I, you know, I'm kind of aware of that. I am a little bit aware of that, like <clears throat> that my kids going to Andy's school, actually, <clears throat> in the process of talking to other people about it, I become inadvertently like a little part of the normal Rockwell story or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Where they're like, oh, that's cute. Let's find somebody here whose kids... Because we, even though we weren't buying into the storyline that that seems to suggest, we did move up and we did put both of our kids into the local school. Not because we were like, this is lovely. You know, we're going to do this and this will all be part... Of, but because we kind of had to because everything went horribly wrong with the story of how we moved up here. And we were like, well, what are we going to do now? But we end up... From an outside, in terms of the pageantry of this event, we end up looking like a story that almost the, that somebody like you could sell. Like, well, there's a family who put their kids into local school. The truth of the situation is that it was from a dark, a dark place, not not a light place. But that's that's quite often what happens. We we so quickly turn uh, stories that are accidental or by dark necessity into happy stories, and people want to see that and hear that too. Here, the 21st century buyer of a second home or a home, um, they have the romantic ideal of what a home's going to be, but then they also have to stay connected to the 21st century. And up here, one of the huge problems has been traditionally no internet connection. But not anymore. And, not anymore. and now with the, the DCEC, the, our electric co-op is attaching on every one of the poles that runs through the community fiber. And uh, Margaretville Telephone and Delhi it's Telephone. It's a, a game and changer. It, and I can't help but believe that you are starting to hear people have that margin of difference, change of mind about being up here because they can work. Yeah. You know, with fiber. And yeah, yeah, yeah. What I, 
the average price of a home sold with fiber is $6,000 more than one without, which in terms of the electric co-op. That's all the differences? But that's 36 million bucks that just happened right. on you know, our, tele, our electric lines. That's 36 million bucks that just happened in terms of real estate value. But it, what I'm curious about in the next five years is what it means in terms of influencing people that will now spend four days instead of a weekend so, or move up here because so they can do their there's work. There's a couple of things that are just on the cusp now, right? And a lot of young couples from Brooklyn are very anxious to come up here. A, they can't afford to ever probably buy in Brooklyn in their lifetime. Mm. Uh, the rentals are nipping at those price points of you know of the what's selling. Yeah. And I was telling you that one couple said to me, "If we don't move out of Brooklyn, I don't think we can have a child." So that's pretty startling, yeah, right? That's that is it. And so when they came, and I was sitting with them, it, it was an interesting conversation because they had this. They crossed. They finally made the decision. We're going to figure out how to be here full time be, hmm. because they kind of wrote down on a piece of paper, a lot of things weren't in their favor, obviously, in Brooklyn. Right. And the parking the car was right. a fortune. And in doing that, they actually reinvented their work schedule and, and embraced it because there was a reason to embrace it, meaning, you know, we'll go in, maybe we'll rent, a, rent an Airbnb room in Hoboken or Jersey City because you can't do it in the city anymore. We'll have a set, a set day Wednesday every week. Yeah. Uh, once a week, we, I'll get up 4 o'clock in the morning. I don't care. I'll have two working days. I'll sleep over, and I'm back. And, and, and that's when they started researching the schools. And that works. That and actually it does, does work. work. Yeah. It does work. That can actually work. So I and think that's are, the the most exciting thing now. There are some there are some models that are showing people. Wait, that it's not quickly, only doable. Quickly, get it out of way. Yeah. Do it super quick. Yeah. Um, you're listening to the Evening Tickler with Steve Julian and the ever effervescent. Carol. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're, you're listening to WIX Community Radio live and local in the Catskill Mountains at 91.3 FM and on MTC Cable Channel 20 and at WIOXRadio.org on the web or on any smart device. This is the evening tickler. It is now, it was then, and it will be forever. Hi, John McNaught here, co-host of From the Forest on WIOX and wildlife specialist at the Catskill Forest Association, a supporter of WIOX. If you have any questions about wildlife management, the forested landscape, or property boundaries and mapping, there is a place with folks who know the answers, the Catskill Forest Association. And we're on Facebook. And, of course, you can get lots of answers on From the Forest, Wednesday evening at 6 o'clock, here on WIOX Community Radio. WIOX is supported by Union Grove Distillery, distilling the flavor of the Catskills one bottle at a time in Arkville, New York. Producers of Vly Creek Vodka and other spirits made from local ingredients, featuring a tasting room with signature cocktails, live music, and tours of the high-tech family-run craft distillery, Wednesday through Sunday. More information at 845-586-6300 or uniongrovedistillery.com. Uh, the evening tickets. Oh. <laughs> we got carried away. Um, as I hope you're getting carried away wherever you are right now. Where were we again? Um, what was the last also, little thing? No, the thing is that um, we live in an ideal. And when you walk in and you take a look at it, uh, the, everybody sees that polished up. And 
quite often when, you know, beware, because there's a lot of shine and maybe not so much shoe. Um, you need to walk the walk and you need to know what winner's like up here and you need to know what it's like when you lose a friend and, and, you, and all you hear is the wind howling. Remember, this is a wilderness. There are bears and cougars and um, things that literally are alpha predators and will eat you up here. It's not like the suburbs where you call your phone and the Chinese takeout shows up. Okay. Okay, it's I'm agreeing to that, it but I'm is, not. Agree- I, I'm not getting takeout. I understand that could be another business, by the way, but, but I'm not sitting with a gun a lot, by my are, door because the coyote's going to come up. <laughs> but there are a lot of people. The city opera is the sound of mach- garbage trucks running by at two in the morning. Um, excuse me, but when that goes away. The adjustment sometimes isn't comfortable. When you hear that appalling existential quiet that happens out here in the middle of nowhere, where the ice cracks in the middle of a February night, I don't and you think feel it right into your bed. I don't think that's necessarily even going to carry on. I think what we're talking about here is actually not the fear that these people moving up are not going to get like how difficult it is. Because what's going to happen They'll is... will embrace it. Well, you know, it's going to change. When, do you remember when you used to live in the city and it snowed? How long did it stay white? No, but... Isn't that, that the first thing that that amazes you when you came up? That, oh, my God, it's still white. No, but the point is it's going to change anyway. Is us talking about, like, we're now talking like old timers saying, like, oh, my God, wait till the winter comes around or wait till the coyotes start to eat your babies or whatever it is that's going on. The truth is those... If this... If this community goes through a fundamental change like that, where there are more people from Brooklyn who are moving up, that's going to change the complexion of the community. They are – a lot of the things that we've said, like, oh, you don't have access to this or that or whatever, are going to be think- nostalgic things. They will have access to more things like that. They will have the internet full time. They will have six or seven restaurants to eat. And so some of our stuff is just going to turn into, like, folklore of the people who are like, oh, man, in our day or whatever. The question is not – the question's not whether the question's not whether that's going to happen because it is going to happen. If you keep selling properties, that's going to happen. The question's more like whether whether that change is going to be inclusive of us and maybe locals and people who have lived here for so, generations. So going back to the conversation, we're we're not on a real rapid pace here at, because we don't have inventory, okay? So I don't think that a lot for me a lot has changed in the last three years. I would say the last three years more huge. Than, I, actually, since Brushland opened up, you know, when I first walked in there, when he <laughs> first sat down and we were talking about it, I sat across from the table, going, "Oh my God, I don't know if you'll make any money because we never made any." money. Slightly before that, actually, I think. Yeah, well, I, don't know. I think it's when he opened up. Frankly, mm. it, was, it, it was tough for Taylor, in and and the two old tarts. You know, so I think so. Whatever that tipping point is, we kind of agree it was a certain time period, and in the last three years, uh, it's there was I don't I don't think there was any measurable Airbnb three years ago. Or do that's I not? exactly when it started. Yeah, so I mean that's Airbnb preceded uh, um, Brushland. Yeah, yeah, but but what I'm saying is, let's say it's three to four years. Sure. I'll give you an extra year. Okay, um, but. I don't think it could change that quickly. It could change quickly in Margaretville. It could change quickly in Delhi. They have a much denser population. There's more, there's more things to sell. 
There are two communities up here. There's there's the community that revolves around um, the old farms and the church and um, the community activities, the library, the dinners that we have, the, the, the social times at the community hall. And then there's the, the new communities that form on the weekends that um, are going to be platformed by the things that are happening at the sweep and uh, <laughs> destination opportunities that will be happening with the new creamery opening up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, do you think, Carol, that there will ever be an integration of that or will it always be a town and gown kind of separation? Absolutely not. No, there will be those people who meld together on, on both sides of what you're talking about. Both sides? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm a dog. I, I've got one foot in both <laughs> yeah. camps. And, yeah. Um, um, yeah. But it, it, it's bit. not, Mostly to say it's not going to happen, it's, we're not, you're not saying, and, and of course I know you're not saying, that you would be banded from one side to the other side. Whatever happens, happens. You know what we all have in common? We're really blessed to live here. I mean, when I came, I'll tell you the story. When I came to see my house, pulled up the driveway, got to the top, killer view, very modest house. I turned to him and I said, oh, my God, is it bovina or bovina? Bovina. I wasn't paying attention. And I said, do you think there's a nuclear plant here? <laughs> I mean, I was so stricken by by how beautiful it was. And we mentally bought the house that moment in the driveway. Didn't even go into the house. Well, so that's what's happening with Loads people. of people do that, yeah. Yes, people are yes. still doing that to this day. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, there's been an interesting thing. You know, <clears throat> one thing that we talk about, which I was talking to Andrea Gentle about the other day, is, you know, our little story, because I think some of the stuff, and I'm not trying to take credit for it or whatever, but some of the stuff that's happened with the whole farm-to-table-y, table-on-ten, brushlandy whole movement or whatever, kind of is a corollary of of <clears throat> of a way of living that was introduced. There was a certain thing that 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 some people were doing back in the like late '90s, early 2000s that was very organic. That wasn't um, done for a kind of PR purpose, or wasn't done to be publicized, or wasn't. Mm-hmm. It was just what we were doing. But that, because of the zeitgeist or whatever, was something that was very appealing to people. And I think what's happened now, what's interesting to watch that's going on now, is a lot of that has been co-opted and bought. Not just the land or the houses or whatever, but the whole vibe. It was almost like that was something that was earned or was done organically. And then people came up on the back of that and was like, Hey, you know what? That's kind of cool. So maybe, maybe, and we they're could, doing their version of it. Is they're what you're doing, saying. yeah. Like when you look at, I mean, without when you look at <clears throat> when I look at stuff like Escape Brooklyn or Anne North or whatever. Mm-hmm. To me, I look at that and I'm like, man, that kind of looks like what we were doing. But it, so now the pressure's on you to come up with the next step. <laughs> no, no. But what's interesting about it is it's like a bought version. You know what I mean? It's almost like a it's it's like a co opted version. And I feel that in general, like there's a kind of the, 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 the second movement that gets a lot of credit for being like died in the world. Like why I see all this stuff on Instagram and everything, people being like celebrating like, oh, my God, we're so lucky to be here. And this whole like PR story. I'm like, and it feels a little bit like PR to me. It feels a little bit like selling a product. I think we're I think. Don't you think Bovine is kind of for sale in a way as a, as a, a for sale? As a, as, an, as a kind of almost like an advertising entity. I think it's a catalyst 
I think it's an incubator of what happened and starting even maybe with us. Do you remember when we opened up our store, it was considered madness, right? In Bovina. Yeah, total madness. So for some reason, maybe this little town of Bovina, not, not Bovina, but Bovina, has got this, this gene in it that creates some pretty exciting stuff. And I, I think okay, it's but, all good. Okay, but you'll, and there will be more. Okay, but, but recognize that our victories were fairly hard won. I mean, I'm not trying to... Recognize when I opened up the store, right. we were crazy exactly. and exactly. hard. Exactly. Recognize the fact that when Taylor came in and then Sohail came in, I'm like, wow, this is great. Because for me, I feel like I was the embryo on this, right? And it, to me, it's so fabulous to see all these amazing things that are happening. And I also have a sigh of relief because more people can be here and restaurants can be busy Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday night. And I feel a sigh of relief that these prop, these restaurants and these activities can stay. Yeah. So you I know think, what? You can't I think argue I with have, that. I think I have 10 years before you when, when it was oh, like you're pull, insane. You're pulling, <laughs> are you pulling age rank on me? No, here? no. Like, but it was insane what we did. You thought we were insane. You I, walked no, in and I, thought I, we were crazy. I felt like I was among my people. But, <laughs> but back then, your the wing buds that you were uh, flying with were small, four-inch long wings. Now, I'm sure when you walk down the street and you look at it's what it was exciting. that you started, what you incubated, you feel those wings uh, It's very, ex- It's very fulfilling for us. Yeah. And when we opened up the, the Main Street Bovina, it, it was because we wanted to. We could afford to. We wanted it. You know, it was a dilapidated building in the middle of our beautiful town. And it was really exciting. We, we never expected what ended up happening. But the true, re, the true reward is the excitement of what's happening now. Sure. So I, I look at it as and very that, positive. And, and something, other things are going to happen as well. To Julian's point, um, you started a story that you made up that you could come and get tomato in a Paste. squeeze tube. Yeah. Um, and that, that was a fabrication and an ideal. And it, it didn't really belong in the reality of bovina. But you had to earn that. But what Julian's talking about is that um, it did catch on and people came up and not only believed in it but bought into it. And with that, on the strong shoulders of you and Table on 10 and, and, and you know, bovina farmer, uh, Christy and Steve that built a farm and you can get occasionally a fresh tomato. Um, there is this story, and I think Julian's point's very well taken. Isn't it a story that we're telling that people are buying into? They're just that, buying that it. Is, that is as thick or thin as the people that buy into it, but it could go away immediately, too, if people stop believing in it. Or if it's challenged to a point where people really do have to maybe make some decisions that it's not right for them, that it was just a story, that it is I'm sure it's all of above. We're not like, you know, clones here. There are going to be some people who say it's just, it's not, I thought I I wanted this and I really want that, right? Mm. It's going to happen. Of course it is. And they're going to put their house on the market. But most of the time when people are putting their house on the market, it's for many, many other reasons. Not that they had an epiphany that they don't, that they can't stand the snow in the wintertime. It's because they can't stand their wife in the wintertime. <laughs> so, so I think, you know, remember, we all remember when we thought Amman was buying sure. 
2,000 yeah, acres. Oh my God, we were like we were yeah. like glazed eyes peasants, peasants yeah, yeah. wandering this around, was, being like we so thought sad. we'd won the lottery. It was so sad, you know the, the what a bunch of dumbasses. And the expectations were just so silly. <laughs> so ever, so you, that moment came and passed. Girl, Thank God. Did, have you ever had cap and fever? Have you ever been trapped up there in that beautiful little home and felt like sure. you, you wanted to walk into yeah. the transport machine yeah. and just get yeah. away? Well, you know, I can't go shopping in Soho on a, on a spur of the moment. So uh, I'm stuck here. And uh, but I have those moments. What do you do when you're um, when you know, when when Stanley Kubrick is uh, is writing? How are you not drinking? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. For uh, the next Keep up. Uh, Shining. And you're just stuck there with your husband. <laughs> and the dog. And, and the dog, right? <laughs> and the snow is deep. Um, do you go into a book? Uh, do you well, I'm always working, so that's not... That's you're on your sound. I'm always working. doing something. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, I'm very happy. Maybe well, other people may are. not... You know, there's the oxy as well, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I think some <laughs> do you other. You put that in a microwave. How do you get uh, those new blue pills? They're hard to grind up. Yeah, it's hard to work out how to do it. Microwave, no, yeah. But but people people will <laughs> those people who can't deal with it. Guess what? They what? will they will bail out. But they, I think they'll bail out and still have fond memories. I don't think they'll bail out and say, "Oh my God, that was the stupidest thing I've ever done," and they may find a certain. Attributes that they didn't really think they had, right? Now I've remembered what I was talking to Andrea Gentle about. <clears throat> because she, what she was saying to me, is she, you know, <clears throat> she's a photographer who has a second home, a home up here. But she very much views this area as like her, um, like her territory or whatever. And all the photographers are now up here plundering it and trying to do whatever they can or whatever. So maybe they're, they're helping her keep her game sharp. No, no. What she was saying is like, hey, you know what? We did a weird thing. And it's true we did do a weird thing because we're all... Um, because we're all business people and we're all in the media and we're all trying to find something to sell is <clears throat> one thing that I became aware of that I did up on the hill, which she was party to, is at a certain point sitting up there, our lifestyle, which was grown organically with our kids running around the hill. We started to look at it from a third party point of view. We started to look at being like, wait, this looks pretty good. If I just hover above this thing, this is pretty cool. And then. A whole bunch of us, photographers, photo agents, advertising people were like, I could flog this. Like, this is actually better than the other stuff that people are looking for. And it gave us an up when we were pitching to advertising agencies and everything. We were like, hey, you know what? You are going to have to travel three and a half hours. But we've got this very authentic, cool country. Yeah. We hit all of their demographics, young people, kids running around ponds, authentic woods, whatever. And we started to flog the thing on the back of flogging it. People started to turn up. People were like, that does look good. And so there's a guilt aspect built into the process of like everybody turning up and saying, we're going to buy your fantasy. And we're like, well, it's not really for sale. And they're like, well, it looks like it's for sale. Yeah, but you peddled it a little bit. We peddled it. We totally made it for sale. <laughs> you did. And then when it sold, we were like, oh, well, it's not really for you sale. You were a hair's breadth from putting a price ticket on it. <laughs> totally. That's totally true. So we're in this weird situation of being like, wait, you know what? Our lives are not for sale. And they're like, well, they look like a sale because you stuck it all over a website or whatever. And they're right. We totally flogged it. But there's an element of regret in that. What if, what if you, the regret comes from loss? And what have you lost? Or what do you think we've lost? 
Mm. I don't know the element of re- the element of re- regret. I guess is I, I guess some nostalgia for authenticity. There's a nostalgia for the fact that that before it became a commodity that we commodified ourselves and we. But decided. I was the authentic one. I was first, and I didn't. Ever you felt keep that saying way. that. I, yeah, mine was but, authentic too, just yeah, later authentic. Yeah, but I I don't have any concerns that. Well, no, because you're into flogging stuff all over the place. <laughs> yeah, you do, <laughs> of course, you're going to look at By the way, I do a very good yes. job of it. <laughs> you do let's, well. let's just call uh, it what it is. You're a machine, <laughs> for heaven's sake. Sold by Carol has weight. Yeah. Um, so, what do you think? Do you think that we're going to continue to, in the Norman Rockwell way of over romancing or properly romancing things, that we will get people to come up attracted to it? Yeah. They will. They will pay the price. They'll carry the load, and and they'll they'll Help us make. Carry the road. They yeah. will. You know, the funny thing is that if people believe, um, that will influence their actions, and their actions that will then make their lives. And do you think lives will be made over the initial fabrication that we're just going to make this place look beautiful through the pictures and the and the stories that we tell and show? So you know what's interesting for me looking back. Okay. When I came up, um, I, I lived a, a tough job in the city, but I didn't have, uh, I didn't even have faxes, faxes. I was doing stuff by telex. You are okay. the oldest person. I am the oldest Yeah, person. you were doing stuff with like a quill wow. and a piece of papyrus. So let yeah. me just say what I'm, uh, my point. So when I came up here, it was like like so obvious to me how much my life downstate was really getting intense yeah so i had this line down the middle and i think a lot but i never felt pressure like the kind of pressure younger people the pressure they feel in the city right now the feeling i get is is so intense that you know between the communication and the texting and the calling and and making sure they're on instagram and all this kind of stuff that they're so socially pressured and and emotionally stressed and work that when they come up here, it's it's like somebody peeled back the onion and said, "There's another world here." It it, it is totally different, yeah. you know. In in every single business, well in, in any single business, there's these game changers, right? Yeah. These lying in the sands, and there are emotional game changers also. For me, I I wasn't that stressed in the city, but I still embraced how lucky I was to even in, with the snow wake up in the morning. But I think some of the people I work with, I mean, they're. I, I showed the property the other day, and it, it, he wasn't even listening to me. He was walking into every room, click, taking a picture, click. Had to see his pictures. You can be sure his pictures were not even close to my pictures on the website. But he was just so intense. And so, uh, you know, I think it's going to change. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I'm, I think we'll see, hopefully, more people being interested in buying in the hamlet so that we have some vibrancy and youth in the hamlet. I'm like there. You. I'm vibrant in the hamlet. I know. And that's good. That's a shift. <laughs> That's a shift to have young people in buying in the house. Well, excuse me. Well, mature not that people. Young, no. <laughs> uh, maturely young. You know, it's me art. and Taylor looking across at each other being like, what are we going to do now? How did this happen? You know, part of it, too, is uh, <laughs> we're next to Margaretville, and Margaretville's struggling. We're really right not now. next it, to Margaretville. Well, it, but... The crow. We're not uttered in the same yeah, yeah. sentence. Andy's, Andy's. That we love Wayside, Hobart. right? Do we? Do you well, love yeah, Wayside? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We Alex love was Wayside. on a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's great. It's a sweet so idea. it's kind of exciting to see change, 
and see some exciting stuff. Yeah, but in reality, the other thing we have to remember about you, Carol, <clears throat> oh God, is like when it all does go south and when it's all completely <clears throat> taken over by strange rampaging monsters, you'll be on, you'll be like that helicopter leaving Saigon. You'll be like <laughs> the one on the helicopter, like flying out, being like. Bye. Now Carol's got enough property so that she doesn't have to worry about the riffraff. No, but you are. But but the process of you, you are. You're about, trying to say that I sold my soul, and I don't feel that way. So it's not going to work. Okay. No, you know what you do. You're, you're on a daily basis. You got foot on on both sides of the of the line. I, I happen to be very fortunate to be working and showing people <laughs> lovely homes, and I even in the snow. That's the way it works. And, and yeah. you know, Julian, that's exactly what you did for years when you were selling it. Flogging that crap? You totally. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Thank you. Flogged so yeah, much yeah. crap to so many people. I know. Yeah. What, yeah, I know. What the two of you at table are doing is looking in a mirror at each other. <laughs> right, right, right. You, you might have moved on a little bit. But no, not it's totally far, true. No, I totally far. did that. You're, You're actually, gonna... actually, what he's saying is, what did I do? Yeah. He's actually coming to the table right now and saying, oh, my God, I sold my soul. I, I sent out all those pictures with the mist coming up from the pond. I sold my soul. What did I do? And I'm well, no, on so many other levels. Totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But the, the fascinating thing about what we do are the laws of unintended See, we want more time, don't we? Didn't I tell you that we want more time? <laughs> it always gets the laws of unintended consequences when we begin Cause and effect. With, cause and effect. With, you know, that path of good intention. Yeah, but you're causing the cause. It's not just and accidental yes. cause. It's not. It doesn't just happen. And You're yes. making it happen. Yeah. But what would happen? I, I think it's fascinating if someday it did all go south, and and, yeah. and everything that's going on in Bovina got to a point where it just collapsed, and they look. It'll never collapse. It, like the, It'll come to a point where Steve it, will say, "You know what." That's I'm feeling it. Let's sell the Carol. house for a million dollars. Oh no, we're talking him about him taking <laughs> no. his thirty-two guns out and starting to pick up people, pick off people who are coming up the it road. It ain't gonna happen to you. Okay. When anybody says never, I know it's gonna happen. Hey, Carol, and, you and got a gun? Do you have a gun? I'm not telling you. Oh, come on! It's between friends. I no think, one's listening. Hello, friends. Nobody. So that means yes. If you say you, I'm everybody's not got you, a gun, this is. I don't know, have a gun. Is, well, you ought to get one. Yeah, you're, you're, the you're, world's you're ending for you. People. You need something. No, I don't need it. <laughs> the I, zombies are I coming. I wave the zombies in. <laughs> I'm like, here's my brain. I have a carry permit, and I'm proud of it. Um, oh, you have a carry permit, absolutely. too? Oh, my God, the plot thickens every week. A been, bit more been obnoxious information comes out. But so what So, happens? you know, maybe we'll get a, a nail and pedicure place. <laughs> I'm only kidding. Oh, my God, you would. You know what? If someone turned up, that that's what worries me about you. Is if someone to, of course that's a terrible idea, but worry, what worries me is that moral middle line where if somebody did turn up and was like, you know, I'm thinking of putting a nail and pedicure place into the middle of uh, Hilton store. Believe me, I'm in. Totally, you're in. You're totally I'm in. in. Of course, you're in. So, but okay, you're going to burn at the stake. Not burn at the stake. Get stoned. The Shirley Jackson story, <laughs> the lottery. You know, it, it could happen that. Everybody looks for the person responsible every year, and, and they just bring them out, and they stone them to death. And yeah. that, that could be— We're going to bury you up your, to your neck in sand. Your notoriety <laughs> and everything that you have it's done the tickler Taliban is coming after you. could ultimately end up with you being victimized. No, because she'll be on the—no, uh, no, 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 because as I just said, because she's a survivor— she will be the on the helicopter out of Saigon. Yeah. We'll be throwing stones at this thing that's like 
up but because ahead. people have Look what you created. Is that what you're trying to say? Look what you created. in front of that. Right. No, I'm talking. You know what we're doing? We're giving you horns and a I'm from 77. You're lucky I allowed you guys to come into this video. We are very lucky. I think after having been with you, there should have been some vetting process. I can feel the power. I can absolutely feel the power. Oh, you mean we wouldn't have been allowed into the gated community I, of Bovina? I could be become the gatekeeper. But you know what? It is becoming a gated community, isn't it? Slightly. No. I don't know about that. A gated community? I would like to own the toll on a but gate. Carol, but Carol controls the gate. We just don't know. That's oh. clearly what's going on here. She's, I, a, she's approving and disapproving she whoever's coming in. She is raising her eyebrows with a <laughs> smile and eating a lovely little quail leg. I know. I know, because way. she actually likes the flattery of like she being does. in charge of that you gate. You something? Actually, You're right, Julian. I think that we're sitting at the knee of a goddess who really does have a little game board up in her home looking out she's over like, Bovina. She's like, it's working and out. Moves, the plan is working out. pieces around like And I already know board. where the manicure pedicure place is going to be. She's <laughs> where is it going to be? I'm not telling you. <laughs> where is it going to be? I'm not telling you. That totally couldn't be a manicure pedicure place. I'm thinking mobile, place. I think. A goddess, a goddess you're thinking on a mobile manicure and pedicure yes, place? Yes, if you're hearing me out there, come <laughs> up. You're Airstream. Out of your mind. Airstream. You're out of your mind. <laughs> now he's getting nervous. No. No, no, that's not happening. See? I'm Nobody gonna... gets... You know what? No, we're going to napalm Rhinerson Hill before that happens. <laughs> Nobody gets nervous. No, it's Rhinerson oh, Hill. Whatever. And June Burns told me a hundred times like reindeer, Carol. Rhinerson Hill. I think this is what's Whew. happened this evening on the Evening Tickler. We, we have been exposed to the person that made all of this She happen. fought back, didn't she? She fought back. Um, she's got a spine. She's got a brain. Uh, and she's yeah. got a vision. Yeah. And it is we need, a, we need round two. This is just round one. It okay. is proved true. And okay. it's, it's proved to us out. It makes us stronger. Um, we want to thank you all from the bottom of our glasses for joining us tonight. And um, we look forward to you evolving and becoming stronger in the coming week weeks um we'll see you next wait week. wait 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 oh, you go a minute and a half yeah 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 well actually we oh we could do a minute and a half of it oh you have a minute and a half of closing what do you would closing you like to, would you like to say something carol as a no i had shot? well i'll say i had an enjoyable evening with both of you okay dapper guys hey it's good you threw some elbows I threw elbows? Well, yeah, uh, threw elbows a little bit because on a, in a way over in the car, I was like, oh, wait, is she going to like, is she going to, is she going to curl up? But you didn't curl up. She also kind of stood on her head and barked like a little dog. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>